The Boston Bruins are finally home after a lengthy but successful road trip. And with two weeks left until the NHL's trade deadline, the focus now becomes who will be part of this team heading down the stretch and into the playoffs. All that and more on today's episode of Locked On Boston Bruins. Locked On Bruins, your daily podcast on the Boston Bruins, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What is up, Bruins fans, and welcome back to the Locked On Boston Bruins podcast. I'm your host, Ian McLaren, and this is a daily show where we discuss all things spoke to be as well as take a look around the NHL. Today is Monday, March 7th, and I want to thank you so much for making Locked On Boston Bruins your first listen every day. The podcast is free and available on all platforms, as well as on YouTube, so please do hit that subscribe button. Each new episode will be automatically added to your feed for you to download, listen, and enjoy. Also watch on YouTube. If you want to follow along on Twitter, you can do so at LockedNHLBruins. You can find me, my dad jokes, and hockey analysis at Ian C. McLaren. Lifelong Bruins fan. Been formally covering this team for various outlets for 17 years. And the Bruins back home uh, after one of the lengthiest road trips in recent memory. Six games, 12 days, four different states. And the Bruins emerged with a 5-1 record after a 5-4 shootout win over the Blue Jackets on Saturday night. Could have easily been a 6-0 road trip had they not given up that uh, goal late against the Anaheim Ducks. They almost squandered a point in this one as well after giving up a last-second goal to the Columbus Blue Jackets. but. Uh, they were able to uh, get the job done in the shootout thanks to David Pasternak's uh, goal. Jeremy Swayman turned away all three shooters he faced. Uh, it's their best road trip since they went 6-0 and from February March. Sorry, February 17th to March 1st back in 2011, which is always a year that brings back fond memories for the Boston Bruins. Connor Clifton, he picked up the primary assist on Craig Smith's tying goal early in the third period. Uh, he said, uh, played some great hockey, obviously. Five out of six on a road trip is really good. 12 days, excited to get this win and get back home, to be quite honest. Uh, they, you know, were... Pleased to be able to kind of enjoy a more typical road trip than they have in recent months, years, uh, with COVID-19 protocols prevented them from gathering outside the rink. The Bruins put an emphasis on team bonding with some well-timed off, uh, well-timed off days throughout this trip. Uh, Jeremy Swayman said there was lots of growth with each game. But it was also great for bonding off the ice as well. They got to hang out a lot away from the ice. Really a 
fun trip to be a part of. Um, the Bruins didn't necessarily get a lot of practice time during this intense schedule, uh, but they did have, again, some hang time in Seattle, in Los Angeles, Vegas, and those kinds of things can't be understated uh, for a hockey team. Just the opportunity to, uh, you know, succeed on the ice, but also get to know each other a bit better off the ice. Some of these faces are still relatively new and all together, it was a very successful trip for the Boston Bruins. Uh, one, uh, perhaps area that needs some improvement is the power play. Yes. Uh, no, I don't. Sorry. It is an ice day up here in, uh, our town. So all the schools are closed. So you'll probably hear some background noise. Uh, but please, uh, forgive that. Um, Bruce Cassidy of the power play said they haven't been executing well enough. Haven't been drawing a lot of penalties either. So, uh, hopefully they get home, get some more practices in. They can build some momentum on the power play. Um, that was probably one area that could have used a bit of work and some more practice here on this road trip. But overall, a strong team effort for the Bruins. And they got contributions all up and down the lineup. You know, Jake DeBrusque had a hot streak there. Craig Smith scoring in bunches. Eric Howla, Nick Foligno. Uh, finding the score sheet. Um, Bruins had 10 players notch a point in Columbus, 16 different players on the road trip. And I know Bruce Cassidy is very big on this new look third line with Frederick Coyle Smith and with Jake DeBrusque on the, on the top line. Uh, we'll have to see here how that shakes out in terms of uh, trade deadline plans, and what the lineup might look like um, going forward. But we'll get to that here in a moment. Uh, Felino, his first game back in Columbus since being traded last season. He made a huge play on Smith's tying goal, picking up the secondary assist. And, you know, he had the Gordie Howe hat trick back against the Anaheim Ducks as well um so everybody's building some confidence everybody playing at a pretty high level and they were able to get the win against columbus to cap this uh road trip uh, it was a lot of storylines going on on saturday night there was the rick nash uh retirement ceremony he was of course a bruin for a short period of time Sean Corrali playing against the Bruins uh, for the first time. Nick Foligno returning to Columbus. And it was cool to see uh, Nick Foligno take the ceremonial face-off with Boone Jenner from Rick Nash, the three captains in Columbus Blue Jackets history. Foligno wore the A as well. And, uh, yeah, a lot going on. The crowd was really into it. And... Uh, it was a fairly fun game to watch. It would have been nice for the Bruins to get the uh, the regulation win, but 
they still got the two points and creating more space between them. Columbus, you could say, is kind of chasing, but they're well out of the playoff picture. The Bruins more looking up than down at this point. They're only two points back of the Toronto Maple Leafs, although Toronto does have a game in hand. And we'll talk about that tomorrow when we update the uh, Eastern Conference power rankings. Before we get to what's ahead in terms of the trade deadline, I want to talk for a moment about Athletic Greens. What is this stuff? With one delicious scoop of Athletic Greens, you're absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens to help start your day right. This special blend of ingredients supports your gut health, your nervous system, your immune system, your energy, recovery, focus, and aging. Athletic Greens was created when the founder experienced a ton of gut health issues, ended up on a complicated supplement routine to recover, cost him a hundred bucks a day. He created Athletic Greens after experiencing how difficult it was to create an optimal nutrition routine of your own. Now to make it easy for you to get into it, you can reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition, especially heading into the flu and cold season. Just one scoop in a cup of water every day. That's it. Uh, Athletic Greens is giving you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash NHL Network. That's athleticgreens.com slash NHL Network to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Thank you so much again for making Locked On Boston Bruins your first listen every day. The podcast is free and available on all platforms as well as on YouTube. Uh, for your next listen, check out the Locked On Now podcast. Nightly recaps of every NHL game with analysis from our local experts. Free and available wherever you get your podcasts. Now, today is March 7th. Like I said, we are two weeks away from the NHL trade deadline. Frank Saravelli of Daily Faceoff uh, posted once again that the Bruins are interested in Jacob Chikrin. But if this is going to be the ask, then it's a huge note for me. Saravelli writes, uh, could 23-year-old Jeremy Swayman be part of the proposed transaction with the Coyotes? Swayman doesn't have the same pedigree as Spencer Knight, who the um, Coyotes are reportedly interested in if they were to make a trade with the Panthers. But he has a track record of success in the NHL, been lights out since the Tuka Rask experiment bombed. I wouldn't say bombed, Frank, but um, the Bruins have been logging for help on the left side. Linus Ulmark is signed for four more years in net. Boston could find an inexpensive veteran to ride with Allmark for the playoffs if it meant getting help there. Would someone like Martin Jones work from Philadelphia? Don Sweeney previously traded for Jones in 2015 and flipped him to San Jose. If the cost of getting Chikrin is Jeremy Swayman, that's a hard no for me, especially if you're considering replacing him with Martin Jones, who's been 
pretty awful over the last few years. Um, Pluto Shinzawa of The Athletic writing this morning that the Bruins probably want to keep Craig Smith down on the third line as he's been playing so well lately with Frederick and Charlie Coyle. If Jake DeBrusque is going to get traded, you're likely going to need a scoring winger. They are typically easier to find than centers or defensemen at the trade deadline and uh, typically cheaper as well in terms of the asking price. Um, So the reality is if you're subtracting DeBrusque from the top line, you're going to need someone to replace him up there. I don't know if they have that internally. Did they call up Jack Stanika, make him the right winger? Probably not. Would they put Oscar Steen, Jesper Froden up there? You're likely going to go after an experienced winger to put up with the likes of uh, Marshan and Bergeron. Uh, Bruce Garriock of the Ottawa Sun speculated the Bruins could perhaps package winger Jake DeBrusque as part of a deal for Chikrin. Um, that's obviously something that would be more palatable, I would think. Perhaps the best case scenario with Arizona would be trading for Chikrin and getting Phil Kessel thrown in that package as well. But when it comes to trading Jeremy Swayman, For me, that's a no-brainer. He is not on the table at all. Which brings me to who are the untouchables for the Boston Bruins right now? Uh, If you look on the back end, starting in net, obviously Jeremy Swayman, Linus Allmark, you're probably not going to be trading him either. But as far as untouchables go, it's definitely Swayman. Defense, Charlie McAvoy. Is probably the only untouchable. I would perhaps add Mason Lori into that as well. But in the right package, I could see them possibly trading him, especially if you're going to get a Chikrin who will be around for quite some time at a very team-friendly deal. Up front, the untouchables for me would be Bergeron, Marchand. You're not trading them even though some fans were saying earlier this season that they should sell, rebuild. That's not happening. And then Hall and Pasternak, they're not going anywhere either. Uh, As far as prospects, Fabian Lysel would be the only untouchable uh, for me. So that's Lysel, Lorai as the prospects, Swayman as the up-and-coming number one goalie, or if not the number one goalie right now, and then... Uh, Charlie McAvoy, Hall, Pasternak, Bergeron, Marchand. Anybody else, for me, is pretty fair game. Um, not that teams will be interested in some of these guys. Uh, but, you know, I could see a Yurovakinainen traded. I could see Jack Stanika traded uh, as part of packages to bring in a meaningful player for... 2022 and beyond that's uh, I think what um, on Sweeney first to get a guy who has some measure of control who is under contract for some time uh, you know McAvoy's 9.5 million dollar 
extension kicks in. Uh, Brandon Carlo is on a multi-year extension as well. They are the two Bruins with the longest term at the moment. Uh, so Carlo, I wouldn't think, would be going anywhere. Although, to say he's untouchable is a bit of a stretch uh, for me at this time. Let me know what you think. Hit me up at Ian C. McLaren or at Locked NHL Bruins. Who could be traded? Who should be traded? And uh, what do you want to see the Bruins do before the trade deadline? I still think, obviously, they could use some help on defense. I wouldn't mind seeing some reinforcements brought in on the right side, like I've been saying. Clifton played well, you know, on this road trip. Do you want him to be an every night guy in the postseason? And if one of those guys gets injured, there's very little depth on the right side. Uh, whereas Euro comes back in, you have some depth on on the left. And then uh, scoring winger, like I said, second line center. Maybe that's something that you address in the off season, as Howla's you know playing pretty well there for the moment. Um, so that's kind of where I see the Bruins going here. Two weeks left until the NHL trade deadline. Keep it locked. to at Locked NHL Bruins for all the latest. If and when any trades are made, you can bet that I will be jumping on for some video content and a bonus podcast. Now, March Madness is right around the corner, and you can get all the latest odds for pro and college hoops at betonline.net, your number one spot for all your sports betting needs, including hockey, boxing, and the UFC. You can get all the latest odds, totals, player performance props. You can even bet on where the next fired coach is going to be at betonline.net. You can head to their website today, use your mobile device, learn more about the trends and action at BetOnline, where the game starts. Built Bar is the best tasting protein bar in the market and i highly recommend you try the puffs if you haven't tried those you're missing out on one of the best tasting built bars the puffs are the first ever protein infused marshmallow they're fluffy marshmallowy not just a protein bar they're a treat and they're covered in 100 real chocolate but they're also good for you too they're low calorie high protein and uh Go to build.com right now. Scroll down to the macros chart. You'll be blown away. Uh, High protein, like I said, low calorie. And uh, compare it to a candy bar, much, much better for you. A built bar, they're all about the taste. They make it delicious first, then figure out how to make it healthy. I don't know how, but they pull it off every time. Go to build.com. Use promo code LOCKED15 to get 15% off your order. That's promo code LOCKED15. For 15% off at built.com. All right, what else is going on around the NHL? I don't know if you saw Jason Robertson. He became the first player in Dallas Stars history to record a hat trick in consecutive games to lead his club over the Minnesota Wild. Uh, Dallas Stars really uh, picking things up right now. And it's crazy to see our former friend. Tyler Sagan making big bucks and be outperformed by a guy still on his entry level uh, contract. Probably the best value deal around the NHL right now. Dylan Strom scored for the Chicago Blackhawks. Still a guy that I am 
covetous of. Uh, Jack Eichel scored with five seconds remaining in the third period to beat the Senators 2-1. So he is endearing himself to the the fans there. Speaking of Eichel, Tyler Johnson, pain-free for the first time in four years after undergoing the disc replacement surgery that Jack Eichel underwent. Uh, you saw the Sabres give him a hard time about that, not wanting him to do it. The Chicago Blackhawks gave Johnson the green light, and he is feeling uh, pretty good about it. So Sabres and Eichel could have very well, uh, you know, kept their relationship together if Buffalo had agreed to let him have uh, that surgery. The Bruins are in action tonight against the Los Angeles Kings. Uh, the Kings winners yesterday against the Buffalo Sabres, shutting them out 3-0. The Bruins and Kings played uh, just last week. The Bruins, oh no, well, I guess that was two weeks ago now. This road trip was so long, it's hard to, to keep track. Uh, they played, no, last Monday. And the Bruins won 7-0. So surely the Kings will be looking to avenge that loss. Uh, not quite sure who will be a net for the Bruins. Jeremy Swayman's been playing a lot lately. Had a bit of a rough game against Columbus on Saturday. So I wouldn't be surprised if Allmark gets the start in this one. Uh, and uh, the Bruins, like I said, two points up or two points back of the Toronto Maple Leafs who... Uh, do have a game in hand, but they play tonight as well against the Columbus Blue Jackets. Toronto are really struggling in net, so this would be a good opportunity for the Bruins to draw level in points with Toronto, but uh, still have that game more over the Leafs in terms of games played. But tomorrow on the podcast, give a full look at um, the Eastern Conference power rankings, where the Bruins fit, and if they can jump up into third into the Atlantic. Finally, thank you again for making Locked On Bruins your first listen every day. Go check out the Locked On Fantasy Hockey podcast now, hosted by Flip Livingstone, my old friend from The Score, and Steel Roden. They help you become the experts of your fantasy league, free and available wherever you get podcasts. Thank you again for checking out Locked On Boston Bruins. We'll be back tomorrow with the latest on the black and gold here on the Locked On Podcast Network, your favorite team every single day. Take care, friends.